0: Hello and welcome to Inter-Performance Well-Being Experts interview series. My name is Chaim Oren, and I'm Inter-Performance Brand Ambassador in Israel. This interview series is dedicated to sharing inspirational ways to improve well-being and reach better performance. In each interview in the series, you'll hear from our top experts about proven techniques, practices, and tips how to enhance well-being and reach better performance. In today's interviews, interview, I'm gonna be talking to Dan Sims about mental energy. Dan Sims is our senior performance coach. Dan has a 10 plus year as a coach, including elite sports to high pressure business. Dan worked for multiple years as performance coach to Formula One driver Romain Grosjean, traveling with him to Formula One races around the world. Today, Dan works increasingly with corporate clients where he enjoys helping clients embrace and enhance in challenging situations, an approach he has personally tested when competing in the Ironman Triathlon World Championships in Hawaii. So Dan, welcome to the interview, and I just want to give a a short context of the situation in the Israeli market, which I think is very relevant uh, to today's topics. According to recent survey, more than 40% of Israeli employees feel burnout at their work and the typical work week in many cases is very significant. They work more than 50 hours per week, including working at home in many companies. And this is the situation because of the Corona pandemic as many companies have adopted hybrid solution. Also they work each day for more than 10 hours at their desks. So, this is the context in Israel. So, Dan, could you please define mental energy?
1: Absolutely. Hi, hey, and thanks for the intro and a pleasure to be here um, speaking to you. Um, mental energy is an interesting one. Lots of different topics to this, lots of different avenues you can go down. Um, we define it, or our founder, Aki Hinton, defined it as the ability to have the energy to manage um, our life and our environment. So try to keep it as simple as as possible. But I'll expand on that by saying it's the ability to be able to focus and concentrate on the things that are important to you um, and to be aware and and in control of of your emotions surrounding those things. Um, So regarding like formula one, as an example, mental energy is the energy required to produce high level reaction times, multitask, remember multiple settings on the steering wheel and inputs for each corner as well as manage your emotions in a potentially life and death um, situation Um, under kind of increasingly challenging situations like the pandemic, where there's a lot of uncertainty around the schedule, um, and also just changing conditions in a a race, um, whether it's environmental conditions or tactical conditions as well. Um, So it's taking all those mental components and having the energy to, to optimize them.
0: Great. So how
1: do you optimize and improve mental energy in high-pressure jobs? I think this comes down to, um, go right back to the beginning, and it's about awareness, first of all. So for me, awareness is is number one. Um, Do we know, or do you know, what is affecting your mental energy each day? Um, What are we doing that is good for it? What are we doing that is detrimental to it? Um, And... we aware that holistic areas play a huge role in mental energy um short and and long term so uh, we know intuitively a good night's sleep will make us feel emotionally more positive more confident the next day um it can also improve our reaction times um exercise and nutrition can play significant parts to this as well um and definitely our our core so our like identity our mindset um Are we working kind of in line with our purpose or are we doing things that, you know, we don't really feel connected to? We don't feel motivated to. So being aware of the holistic areas that affect it is is a a huge point. Um, And to give you an example to that, um, something like caffeine, so a nutritional um, element, it's great. It can enhance your performance, um, but too much can produce anxiety, can disrupt your sleep if taken um, later on in the day. Um, like I said, sleep can improve uh, your mood, make you feel, feel more assertive, make um, you feel uh, more confident, which is great if we're trying to race around a Formula One track at high speeds. Um, and exercise, um, even small amounts, like a seven minutes um, exercise session, um, can actually improve, improve your mood through chemical changes, changes in the brain um, and increase blood flow to the brain as well, um, which again, short term is great. Long term as well, it can help um, with maintaining cognitive um, skills into the um, into the future.
0: So, when you're saying seven minutes exercise, you're meaning each day. How would you? What would you recommend?
1: Yeah, we would recommend um, a little bit more than that, um, and around kind of twenty to forty minutes um, per day, ideally. Um, but there's different ways of getting your exercise in, um, and um, we'll talk a little bit about that um, in the biomechanics section. Um, But things like making sure that you're hitting a a daily um, required step count, for example. Um, The human body is a a physical uh, species and we're designed to move. Um, And without movement, um, it can really affect our our life um, in terms of actually causing kind of early mortality rates. Um, So, yeah there are different kind of factors but look at how much you're moving first of all on a daily level um are you getting to eight to ten thousand steps because there's been a lot of studies on that mm. um and also uh, then are you able to work on separate things like endurance strength mobility and start to look at um elevating your um, your physical activity to a higher level it, it's hugely important for the health of our brain so if you want to do Um, the best at work, then you should really focus on um, physical activity as well.
0: Great. Thank you. So based on your extensive experience with Formula One drivers, what can we learn from them on the sort of, you know, enhancing mental energy? I think this is a very excellent model that we can study.
1: Yeah. I mean, um, I think one of the things is is understanding your cognitive load. Um, So... Um, formula one drivers there's certain times where they really have to perform at a high level um, mm-hmm. and understand when when that is um, and protect those times for performance um, so we can we can learn from that by thinking about if we have an important meeting if we have an important presentation things like that where we where we want to be at our at our full potential and um, then let's make sure we do some of those things like getting a bit of activity beforehand, um, like making sure we get a decent night's sleep, um, those sort of things before in order to feel most alert in those in those situations. Um, I'll give you an example where I've used this with a client, they are aware of their kind of personal rhythms in terms of they they are a morning person, they feel really alert, nine to 11 in the morning. So they try and block that out for their most important focused work. Mm -hmm. And responding to emails and those sort of things, um, they reserve for when they're not as sharp um, later on in the day. Um, we actually have that advantage over Formula One drivers because we can sometimes choose when we want to perform. Formula One drivers don't always get to choose that. Um, yeah. Typically uh, the race times are kind of 2 p.m. on a, on a Sunday afternoon um, and similar for qualifying, although it it does change. So that would be kind of number one point is, is look at your, be aware of the load on your, on your brain um, and on your body. And then back to the, the self-awareness um, is that Formula One drivers, they get labeled as, as selfish um, sometimes. In fact, a lot of athletes get labeled as selfish, um, which I think is wrong. Um, they are protecting their health, um, therefore to protect their performance um, for the benefit of the career, for the benefit of their family, for the benefit of the team they are part of and maybe even for the benefit of the wider audience, for people watching sport and getting a lot of enjoyment out of sport. Um, So we can learn from that by protecting our own health and being a little bit more selfish, a little bit more, um, yeah, look after ourselves a little bit more. Um, And then also be aware of um, your personal energy, Um, having the ability to say no, um, I think, from my ex- from my experience, um, athletes, Formula One drivers are very good at things like this because they have a lot of demands, a lot of things coming in, a lot of messages, a lot of emails, a lot of um, requests from um, from journalists and from the media. And if they said yes to everything, they would be um, they would be completely burnt out and they wouldn't be able to perform come uh, come race time. So we need to really prioritize what is important. Um, around that and and we can take big lessons in that as well not just to kind of blindly say yes to everything um because by saying yes to everything um actually we will default into saying no to something because we can't take on what we really want to we just won't have the time or we say no to our to our health because we're just overloading ourselves um so we need to balance up we need to balance up those things for sure great So what are some of the quick fixes or
0: tips that you can share with us on how to improve mental energy? I think our viewers will be looking for for your tips here.
1: Yeah, yeah, there are so many. Um, And actually, uh, the first one I want to focus on is something quite specific, is being aware of your personality type and how you respond in kind of stressful situations. Um, Because... There's a, there's a theory called the inverted U theory, um, which basically means that performance peaks as arousal peaks. As we get excited for an event, or there's a bit of stress, performance also increases to a point. If we are overloaded with stress and overloaded with too much arousal, our performance starts to reduce um, because it's just too much for us to take. So we need to find again that that middle ground, um, oh. and so. The first thing you can do is look at yourself and understand your personality type. And there's lots of lots of uh, you can Google personality tests and things like that. Um, Are you introverted, extroverted? Typically, if you are more of an introverted, shy person, you might need to elevate yourself a little bit by perhaps using caffeine, perhaps using exercise, perhaps using music to kind of motivate yourself to build yourself up a little bit for for, for a peak performance. If you are the other way, you might need to calm yourself down a little bit. Um, You might might have to do kind of breathing techniques to to calm yourself down or slower type exercise like like yoga and things like that in order to um, adjust the nervous system response to to the stress. So that's a kind of uh, maybe a complicated approach, first of all. Um, But um, then to more of the kind of basic things we can do is, is things like Regular breaks um, really are are super super important. Um, there is no way we can go the whole day at a at a high level. It's just mm-hmm. it, it's physically impossible. You can only really concentrate at a high level for a maximum of four hours total a day. So we need to choose when we where we're going to put those four hours. Doesn't mean we can't do anything else, um, but it means we really need to take breaks around those focus periods. Um, and the best break, best breaks you can take are are uh, natural breaks. That doesn't mean going to the toilet, but it means in in nature. Um, They are social and and they are physical. Um, So get active, um, go with a friend, go for a walk, um, ideally outside if you can. Um, And avoid taking breaks that require things like multitasking, where you're going to have a, I don't know, have a look at your phone and watch something else and um, go on social media or or things like that. Because it actually doesn't... um, when they've looked at it in terms of the brain activity it, it doesn't count as a break at all your your mm. brain is still on it's still focusing uh on a task um and um again the physical side of things is super super important so not sitting down for too long um uh, per day because it can really affect um, uh, blood pressure heart rates things like that and, and we're not um, working to anywhere close to our full potential for sat down for for too long um the last thing I would say is have a have an end line, have an end point. Knowing when you're going to finish each day is really important. Having something to look forward to will motivate you, whether that's just something simple in the evening, at the weekend, uh, holiday break. Uh, but that's really important as well. If we're just overloaded with work and we don't know when this is going to finish, it, it really detrimental to our mental energy. We won't be able to kind of focus on a task intently because we're trying to treat it like a, an ultra marathon. We're trying to go. Well, I've got all this work to do. I need mm. to. Control, I need right. to. Control my energy. Um, so, they would be my my main tips.
0: Well, Dan, I would like to really thank you for your valuable insights and tips and knowledge. Thank you, everyone, for attending this interview, and I hope you have benefited from Dan's knowledge and insights. This interview about well-being was brought to you by Insa Performance, a world-leading for over twenty years in developing and providing scientific-based well-being coaching and digital well-being services. You can find this interview and other interviews in the series at INSA Newsroom at INSA.com newsroom. I am your host and see you in our next interview. Thank you.